I like when the Dodgers play teams that are hard. You mean always? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for downloading listening to West Box Score. I'm Alex Gonzalez, joined once again by Sonny and Mono, Donald Paz. What's up, dudes? Yo. Congratulations, gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Another yes, week sir. of podcasting. Yes, another sir. reason to celebrate, man. National League Championship this time. It's not we're going to the dance. We're not uh. we're not we're going to the World Series, man, and this is exciting. This is always something to be excited about. Can we pop bottles for this round, Sonny? Is that okay for us to do? <laughs> first of all, I was first of all I was misled. I was told by the rundown that you were going to start off with the NFC future yeah. West champs, <laughs> San Francisco 49ers beating your Rams. But all right, if you want to start so you, Dodgers, so fair you enough, are going to sell. You're going to put up that divisional banner once you uh, if you do win that one. That's you, right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, I thought the if you learned from your Laker fandom that you don't put up divisional banners in your We stadium. don't. We don't. Well, we'll get to football <laughs> play in plenty we will. of time. But yes, but let's let's Congratulations, gentlemen. I, I I think yes, a little bit of a I don't know if champagne's in order, but you guys deserve some wine right now. <laughs> um, you know, keep the champagne on ice and Definitely. Uh, you know, enjoy a nice glass of wine for 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 the weekend. Break out the classy stuff, not the Bud Light Seltzer, but the really good stuff just for tonight <laughs> because at the celebration, enjoy it, especially, and then you finally get an off day tomorrow. So <laughs> seven straight days of the Dodgers and Braves on the field have been taking their toll on my nerves for the past seven straight days, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Man, wait, and that's right. So our predictions were Bra uh, D Donald had the Dodgers in six. And I think I, I kind of followed your lead where I knew the, the Braves were going to be tough, but I didn't think they were going to be this tough. And the only the guy to call Dodgers in seven was you, Sonny. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah dude, this <laughs> although, although in my defense or in your defense, I didn't expect it to be this way. I didn't expect <laughs> it to be coming back from 3-1. Oh, my God. Um, down 0-2 in that series, man. We were ready, yeah. getting ready to write the Dodgers obituary on this series, man. To, to lose with, uh, first off, Walker Bueller getting outpitched by this kid, uh, Max Freed, who, I mean, I'm sure you're a big baseball head, Sonny, so you've, I'm sure, have seen him. Of and course. I did not know he had that kind of curveball. I think in game one, I mentioned, like, that curveball is fucking nasty. Oh, boy, are you in for a surprise when we preview <laughs> the next series. Let me, just, let me just warn you. Because <laughs> I saw some of game seven uh, between the Astros and the Rays, and we'll get into the American League a little bit, too, in a bit, but just Dodgers here. Uh, just that first game was just real disheartening to see them lose the way they did. Close game all the way to the ninth inning. So they were in it, but also the bats not being, you know, not being there for the Dodgers was really disheartening to see because it's like the Dodgers is all offense, offense get going. Although, although when their bats are cold, they are ice cold, which is always worrisome when you rely so much on the long ball, especially. And in game two, it was just another, it was all Braves until. For some reason, in that that rally in the eighth was it the eighth inning? Ninth inning, ninth inning, ninth inning, and yeah, they got yeah. really close. The Dodgers only end up losing eight to seven, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, let's build some momentum for for the next game, game three, and then the historic game three that it was the eleven run first inning uh, for the Dodgers, their first win of the series, and what was the final fourteen four to five? Was it? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Thirteen to five or fourteen to five? Just mm -hmm. ridiculous win to think it's all over that's it this the the corner's been turned and then game four happened and game four was uh refresh my memory on what happened in game four donald so game four was that was the when the braves were up 3-1 at that point right um, yeah i'm trying to remember fully what 
what went down i'm so high on this last game it's like <laughs> what the heck um game four was another uh just another offensive explosion by the atlanta braves 10 to 2 final i mean i'm trying to remember the uh yeah there was a lot of runs There's a lot they put the ball in play which is what they're really good at which is what the scary part to me was uh is that they're so good at putting the ball in play and i think that's why i didn't feel the 10 runs um i remember that game happening and i was thinking man like I just hope they don't get to 15 because then it makes it look like they just did what we did to them. Right. So if, if I was okay with the loss just as long as they don't, you know, they don't really match it up to that level. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, I remember that now. It was like a slow, it was like a slow, like a slow, like a slow knife going in. That's why. <laughs> That's why I didn't feel it the way uh, the Dodgers did in game two to them. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not that refreshes my memory for sure. Yeah, I remember. Don't you don't you feel don't you feel a slight slow knife more than you would just an instant death? To the- yeah. No, of course. <laughs> I mean, but I guess I don't know if I would have kept watching the game if I was a Braves fan if it was game two because that's the only thing yeah. is that once you yeah. see the blowout, you just feel like oh, what's the point of watching the rest of this game right now? Just wait till tomorrow or whatever. But yeah, that game four felt like a lot of back and forth i remember i think on the text i was just texting about how annoyed i was that these bats aren't smart you know um mm-hmm. they just keep trying to do this launch angle thing swinging gotcha. for the fences and and it doesn't really work especially this this field is really interesting because it's really big wait you guys are forgetting game four was the kershaw game it's it's funny how you have amnesia oh. about that part well, of the <laughs> He mitigated as much as he could. It was really the bullpen that, that you know. So I think that's why I couldn't get mad at Kershaw for that, really. No, no, no. I'm not saying it was Kershaw's fault, but the, the loss yeah. was on Kershaw. Yeah, and, yeah and you know what? You're right, because it did made me think, like, oh, man, this is – this is what sucks because he comes in, we get really hyped as Dodger fans that he's going to take care of the game and we just got to do our part as far as like the offense, just get their thing. And then, and then it doesn't happen. And I know that it just goes on Kershaw's record and then it goes into this whole talk and I hate those talks. You know, what, The fact that he's 11 and 12 in the postseason is that what, is that what you hate Donald? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With no I do. World Cause, Series Cause it doesn't, you know, we, we make him out to be this guy that's going to have a statue outside of Dodger stadium and, uh, right. and then things like this happen. And it's like, like you, it's hard to make the argument, you know? Well, being down three, one, it made you feel like Kershaw is the Dodgers, like, Good in the regular season, but not good enough in the postseason. It's just that monic that that's that. Yeah, that I really want to get that. I want to move far. I want to move away from that definition, but it's so hard because it keeps coming back, and then you're right. just like, "Oh, that's right. We are this team. Like this is who we we always have a good but not great season. Like that's literally what happens every it's season. This so. dark specter that follows us wherever we go. We just can't get that monkey off of our back." No. <laughs> so it's just we it's just scary it's after i mean i sat through all of that game four now that i think about it because it was that sixth inning of death and i remember still watching it all the way up to the eighth uh when they the braves tacked on two more and it's just like you um uh the missus over here told me like why are you still watching the game it's over i'm like i have to i have to sit through this like i'm not a i have to soak in all this misery because if i don't now I won't be able to enjoy the jubilation that we're enjoying now after game seven, <laughs> but it, and that's what, that's what I cannot stand. Uh, for me, when, as a sports fan, baseball is the hardest one to suffer through because it's so agonizing. It's so long. Every pitch, every seek, every at bat, every ground ball is not routine. Anything could happen in any given moment. And we're just hanging on everything and for four to five hours, we're just there, invested emotionally. We're just there. And when your team wins, it's euphoric. It's the best. But when they don't, you you are lower than low. My day is ruined. I don't. I just want to sleep. Don't bother me. Don't talk to me. If I if I had a punching bag in anywhere close to me, I just give it a good one. But I just can't. I just I can't sit through those. I need to sit through those games, but. I also hope for this, what we're going through right now, going again to the World Series, what, the third time? The third time now in four years. And it's, this has to be it, right? <laughs> I mean, it feels like it. <laughs> Hold on, before we get there, get, so get that game four, it felt like it was over, right? Like 
that was it. Three down, three one. We were writing as Dodger fans. We were writing the obituary. That's it. Always going to be that way. I think at our day jobs, I even said to you, Sonny, like it's over. But I know these Dodgers. They're going to torture me. They're gonna. They're not going <laughs> to lose game five. I, I kept having to give you a pep talk every, every day. I'm like, dude, it's still going to seven, man. Don't worry, dude. It's still going to seven. Don't worry, <laughs> Donald. And I think if just... me and Donald would have been th- down for Thelma and Louise just driving off the cliff, me and Donald were yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, this podcast. Don't lie, Donald. You know me and you. We would have been off that cliff. This podcast tonight almost didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, we were planning a whole different podcast. This is gonna be this is gonna be who are we firing? Who do we need to get? Who, what, what are the missing pieces after all the pieces they've put together? But but like I told you, I kept receipts and I still have those receipts <laughs> of how Dodger fans were talking after Game Four, four yeah. and. Uh, and throwing in the, the 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 virtual towel, if you will. I, I mean, I'm not gonna and lie. I did, I did too. But I, t- I, I had a way, a way more so morbid keep, approach I'm, to this. I'm gonna keep that on the front of my mind. Come prediction time, as we look forward now to this, <laughs> to the World Series that's on deck here. Man, I, I'm looking at you with one eye, just kind of like, okay, are you going to be talking with your heart or your mind? Because there's, there's let two me ask. Things, so yeah. you had Game Seven pegged all the way through. So yes. I'll ask Donald this: after ga- going into Game Five and seeing what the Dodgers do in Game Five, what what what, what were you feeling at that point? Um. I still, th- I still thought that uh, Saturday, yesterday would have been, would have been it, right. and that, uh, you know, like you said, preparing for a podcast, uh, talking about, you know, what went wrong in the series. Um, I thought, like, yeah, you know what, we'll we'll, we'll recap it and then obviously move on to uh, the Sunday night football game because I, you know, that would be the more fresh. Uh, thing that would be happening you know but it was but it, yeah, and, it, and it was to a certain extent obviously the, the only thing with this is obviously one of the complaints people make about baseball is that there's no time limit so um obviously it went a lot i think that the sunday night game ended sooner so um but uh it was crazy it was an intense game seven but uh yeah i really thought saturday was gonna be it and that you know we'd be talking about you know what went wrong so i mean I, I thought Saturday was going to be it too. I thought that uh, Max Fried was going to be unhittable, like he was in Game One. And when they and even uh, when when they got to him, I'm like, okay, you're giving us hope. Why must you give us? Why must you torment us with hope? Why are you giving us a Game Seven? Like, if you don't get it done in Game Seven, I'm really I'm done. After every time the Dodgers hurt me, like as a sports fan, I'm like I'm done with sports. I'm done. I can't watch them anymore. They hurt me too much. But then here comes preseason, and it's like, well, they, they made some big uh, acquisitions. How are they going to look now? Uh, yeah. Opening day, here we go. Opening We're, day, it's a holiday. Oh, yeah. Opening you're day, being, you're, we're in first place. So, you're being so, oh, this is, this is comedy right here. How is this comedy to you? you why are you enjoying because, this? Because you're, you're playing it so modest right now. Like, oh, they just pulled me back in. Opening day, they got some additions. Maybe they're, you guys come in every opening day saying, we're the best team in baseball, the history of baseball. They, it's we're the favorites. We should be going all the way. We're gonna win. Not none of this. Well, here we go again. It's 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 not until you get to this October that you guys curb your, <laughs> your expectations <laughs> and humble thyself a little bit. I think we are um, hum- for, humble, humiliatingly forced upon us. Is what it really is. When right. you see what the Braves. This. Let me just say this about this series. This Braves team is is legit. This Braves team is really good they're stacked for the future and uh i i'm sure we're gonna see them in years to come this is gonna can i can i ask a question what's up did the dodgers win this series or did the braves choke Mm. it away Uh, no i mean i i gotta say the dodgers won this series they could have won more convincingly especially in this game seven had they uh cashed in those uh ducks in the pond there that with all those runners in scoring position but the, the, how would you say the Braves choked in the series from game five base, all the way through? Base running errors. Base running errors mm. doomed them twice in two of their losses of the of the, of the the three in a row. Um, the the gaff. I mean, the, the Mookie play was a little more ex- excusable for Marcelo Zuna when he was on third base and he and he tagged without oh, – he left early, right. basically. Okay, it was yeah. an illegal tag. Um, but 
But that's runners on second and third for the Braves in that situation. Okay. Uh, turns into what ultimately is a double play rally killer, inning killer. Right. Keeps the Dodgers close. Close enough. Dodgers pull it off. Tonight, same thing. The, the, the gaff runners on second and third. Hard, hard hit ball to third base. I don't know about you guys. If you guys played baseball um, growing up at all mm-hmm. or at any point, I, I was lucky enough to play all the way through high school. Fundamental, my whole life. Fundamental. Since day one, you're taught if it's hit to the third, if you're on third, a runner on third, and it's hit to the third baseman or the shortstop, you hold. You stay at your base. And for whatever reason, it was Swanson that took off at the sound of contact on a hard shot to Turner and credit to Turner for making it routine, um, who then got him in a pickle. And then Riley, again, another thing that you're taught as a, as a base runner growing up in fundamentals is if you're if the runner ahead of you commits, you take his spot. You go straight to the next base. Yeah, And so this is fundamental baseball that we're talking about here mm-hmm. on the biggest stage that the Braves gaffed and it turned into a double play rally killer yeah no, so and, that's why i say but, the braves choked uh, this away because both the braves and the dodgers left runners in scoring position for example the braves were 0 for 11 with runners in scoring position in the previous game mm-hmm. so i don't want to hear about how the dodgers didn't cash in because all things being equal the dodgers offense and the braves offense were just as potent going into this series right yeah so so from a, that standpoint the difference was the dodgers did not make the mistakes um, defensively and on the base paths, mm-hmm. whereas the Braves did make uh, at least base running errors that ultimately I think cost them this series. Yeah, no, and I think going back to what you just said right now with the offenses, why I felt like two different, two potent offenses, very different. Like they Braves play the ball on the field and they're used to getting on base and running around, and I think that's the one drawback of that style is that if you're not smart enough to know what you're supposed to do, that's when you get caught. And then a play like that happens. And same thing as the other with the um, Azuna play. Um, Whereas the Dodgers, I think, are not given that opportunity to make those mistakes because they don't hit that way. They always try to go out and they go out and it's always either someone's going to get, and if they do get tagged out, it's because they just ran too slow or whatever. Um, And I think that's the one thing that I think, like you said, kind of bit them. And I'm sure there's going to be a learning moment as to if they're going to keep playing that style of offense, how to maneuver when plays like that happen. I mean, except that's fundamental baseball though. It's it's nothing that nobody should have to learn. But that's nerves in the postseason. They're a young team still. Isn't that mainly what what happens when you're nervous in a big game seven like that or just a big game? I don't know. I mean, if if you want to chalk it, possibly it could be that you chalk it up to nerve. Of course, the Dodgers experience, maybe them being just in the league longer, don't make those same mistakes if they are in that situation. Again, they are the veteran team of the two. But but again, we're talking about fundamentals here. Did you see Riley when he fell and he got tagged that he looked at like the bench, I think the coach and kind of did like this whole like what what happened kind of like almost like he was trying to let them know like, was I being miscommunicated or what happened? Like, um, I think he was telling, looking at the bench to see if they if wanted they want to review the if he was yeah. safe or not. Because when I when I saw the replay, it looked bang bang. Seager tagged his right foot, which was off the back, but his left foot almost hit it at the exact exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. time as the tag. Really close play. So uh, I think he was just trying. to I tell was the more bench. nervous on the Turner tag. I didn't see him hit Swanson at all in real time, and then yeah. on oh, the re- yeah, yeah. on the replay. Like he, he got his cleat. He yeah, didn't yeah. get any of his rear end or, or thigh. He got the the very last thing he could get was that rear that right the heel. cleat. That right yeah, he got cleat. The cleat. Yeah. Not even the, the heel, Donald. I thought I saw him hit spikes. Yeah. yeah. They were spikes, dude. He barely got him by the spikes. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that I mean that runner keeps going. That's a that's another run. And then the, if you don't get that runner out of third, I mean Jesus, that's Trust see me. what I'm saying though? Do no, it's how close. I, how, how, to me, this is why I say the, the 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 Braves more so. We we should be blaming the Braves more than we should be giving the Dodgers credit. Of course, the Dodgers deserve credit for for staying in this. I mean, any team that comes back down from three one deserves credit. Um, and for them to stick around, Mookie making incredible yeah, plays Mookie out there in the, the outfield to keep his team in it, right? right. Um, but when when you're talking about a team making mental mistakes like that, it's a choke job. Mm. You know that's what it ultimately what it is. 
So, and I'm sure you'd be saying the same thing if the Dodgers had lost, making the same exact mental mistakes. You'd be saying that the Dodgers, uh, st- you know, shot themselves in the foot right, as right. opposed to the other team beating them. Yeah, and to win a series, you need to have a little bit of that. Uh, the other team making mental mistakes, choke jobs, if you will. But you also need to be able to capitalize on those mistakes right. when they do Yeah, happen. and that's where the Dodgers get credit okay. because they did capitalize. Yeah, absolutely. And Mookie, as you guys were talking about, him being the spark plug really for the, all those catches. Because usually, the, um, was it the first catch in game uh, four or game three? Um, sorry, it was game... Uh, Game five. Game five. Game five. When he makes that catch that was yeah. close to being that, that Ozuna catch where he tags up. Uh, so he, you know, makes the catch. Well, he made diving. two catches well, in wait, that, in in that game series. Game five one where he's diving, yeah, yeah. lunging for the ball, almost like a, a last second lunge, stays on his feet and throws to home. And then uh, Ozuna tagged up too early. They came right back and scored a tying run. So that's that spark that he was giving the team. The same with in game six when he made a catch against the wall and the very next inning they came back and tied the game again. So uh, game seven was the only time where he didn't, where he made a home run stealing play here in game seven, keeps them in the game, and then Kike comes in and ties it later in the hey, couple innings later. You'll be happy to know that uh, just, uh, just a quick break in your Dodger coverage here that the go. Galaxy scored a 91st minute game winner. <laughs> Uh, against Vancouver tonight to get the win. So congratulations, boys. You got Who your got the game Dodgers winner? win and your Galaxy win. Um, <laughs> got to queue up Ice Cube uh, for the Eagles here. <laughs> Today was a good day. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Mookie is definitely worth the money he's been given, amount what we've traded away in Alex Verdugo, uh, Dieter Downs, and uh, I forget the other. <laughs> pennies. Oh? Pennies pennies on the dollar seriously that return is has been pretty good so far and i mean just world series again man i just i'm i'm very excited as we were before we started rolling here the city where i live in is lighting off fireworks and i think sunny and i were both saying a little bit too early for these fireworks this is very reminiscent of last week when they were lighting off fireworks for the lakers championship but uh this is just a national league championship here guys let's save some for sunday next sunday in five. Well, yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so with all that go. being said, big ups to the Braves. They, Even though they weren't the more experienced team here when it mattered, <laughs> uh, Sonny's writing them off as a choke job. I, I say the Dodgers are just slight, only slightly better. Only slightly, because that Braves team is really good. No, no, no. I, don't get me wrong. The, Bra- the Dodgers team was the better team going into this series, but the Braves choked it away. That's all I'm saying is that <laughs> the Braves had him on the I mean, ropes. That is, there's a bit of choking involved when you're up three games to one. You have to have yes. a little bit of that too. I mean, yes. just ask the Tampa Bay Rays who were up three games to none, needed the seventh game to get it done. I mean, and even that seventh game wasn't the four two wasn't really as close as the four two indicates, right? To me, it it looked like the the Rays had them the entire game, and just when the Astros were trying to come through in that game seven, they just would lock them down immediately. So I'm really worried with that arm with those arms that Tampa has right away. Sonny, you're our American League expert. Who should we be really looking out for on that Tampa team? Ah, <sighs> okay, so. The Rays have something that the Dodgers don't, in my opinion. And it's not that it's not close, but if if I had to give the edge, it's the Rays have the edge in pitching. Not just starting pitching, overall pitching. Um, now, when you take into consideration also what just transpired, meaning the Dodgers just played a grueling seven-game series, so did, so did the Rays, but don't, don't sleep on that extra day of rest also yes. that now the Rays get. Um, in addition to, uh, versus what the Dodgers will be getting. But the Rays bullpen was not, in my opinion, as uh, taxed as the Dodgers bullpen was in this series. So my fear, and maybe this will come with the prediction that that when when it's time for predictions, it seems like you already gave yours, Alex, (laughs) so I don't know if I should be giving mine. But uh, my concern is that the Dodgers' arms might just gas out. Um, in comparison. So it's going to be even more on the offense to kind of get it done for the Dodgers in this, in this series. Um, 
I think it's going to be Tyler Glasnow who's pitching game one for the Rays. That kid's from Santa Clarita. Shout out to the mm. local, local-ish kid. A lot of um, local kids. Yeah. Even yeah, in the Braves, um, too. There's like a Riverside guy and a guy from Santa... Well, Freed's from Santa Monica. So I was like, yeah. what the heck? Like, So uh, Glasnow, then you have Blake Snell. And just those two alone can go toe-to-toe with Bueller and and Kershaw. And if you ask me, I give the slight edge to them. Over, over. It depends. Kershaw's one of the big wild cards in this upcoming series. It's which Kershaw are we going to see? Right. Um, I, I believe he's going to get the game one start. He should. I was surprised they didn't put him out there for today. Well, well, I think it was yeah, intentional. Bueller, I think Bueller did game six, so he technically yeah. be a day short. Correct. So I think it was intentional that Dave Roberts was trying his best to not have to use Kershaw if he didn't right. have to, knowing right. that if you guys were able to pull this win off, you're going to need Kershaw for game one. Um, so to be Kershaw versus Glasnow in game one, and then game two is shaping up to be Bueller versus Snell. Now game three, I haven't even got into Yarbrough, <laughs> who is who is the Rays number three, and then Charlie Morton who's their experienced guy. So, again, you guys will maybe find out here real quickly that the, the Rays staff is legit and their bullpen is legit. Um, so your bats are going to have to come to play. If, if Corey Seager shows up the way he showed up in this division, I like the Dodgers' chances. If the bats go cold like they did in games one, two, and four, or yeah. I love the Rays in this, you know, in this series. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I mean, uh, I'll give you my pick when you want it. How but. how does that uh, offense for Tampa stack up? So I'd give the edge to the Dodgers, but Tampa's runs are more manufactured. Although they got some 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 heavy hitters and some hot hitters right now. I mean, I, I, I don't know if y'all have been paying attention to Mr. Uh, Randy Rosarena. <laughs> uh, I think, I think Randy's nickname is, if you abbreviate it, it stands for rakes all day, night Jesus. or uh, something like uh, it's Come rakes. On. Let's see, Randy rakes all night, day, year. <laughs> That's what Jesus his, his nickname is. He had seven home runs in this postseason as a rookie. Wow. Okay, so he's oh, okay. sneezing at what Corey Seager is doing right now, just, oh, so, you, just okay. so you know. Um, he's coming in hot. They're, they do have a, a catcher by the name of Mike Zunino. Have any of you heard of Mike Zunino before? No, but I saw no. what he okay. did. Well, the- let, me, let me educate you on Mike Zunino. Mike Zunino was drafted about six years ago, number one pick for the Seattle Mariners. Okay, <laughs> He was in our system. I know this gentleman very well. The problem with him is he's all or nothing. Mm. It's he hits bombs and he doesn't hit them cheaply or he strikes out. And more mm. often than not, he strikes out. But when he connects, you you might as well just on to the next. That thing's gone. Wow. Um, so they do have some power and he's their number nine hitter or their number eight hitter. Right, number eight hitter, I see. Um, Austin Meadows, Kevin Kermeyer, they do have a mix of veterans. Again, they're they're to me they're more of a scrappy bunch, right? Compared to the Dodgers offensively, I think the Dodgers have the bigger the bigger players, you know the the um, the scarier players, if you will. Um, so it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. It's one of the, it's it always worries me. This this is very similar to the 2017 World Series, where we talked about that Astros team at that time. Of course, if you're a big baseball head, you knew Springer. You knew Bregman, Altuve, of course, you knew also. Correa. Correa, of course. So you knew that they had um, – so the only household name really was probably Altuve at that point winning the AL MVP the previous year, right? Right. Um, But other than that, unless you were a big baseball player, you didn't know Bregman. I mean, so those are potential breakout stars on that 27 – those were breakout stars after that. Are there potential breakout stars then, as you just mentioned here, on this Tampa team, which is scary because that's one other thing too. Like you just brought up a, a this rakes all day night guy here, <laughs> a raise. I can't even. I see that he's bats third. I see this on the on his. Side. A Reno, dude. A Reza you'll, Reza you'll learn Reza. how to I'm pronounce his name it. real I soon. Definitely <laughs> will know it by the time we record next week, and, unless he goes rookie yeah. status and just completely, you know, and, and disappears. This, but. With rookies in the postseason, man, it's a real crapshoot. They could go off in in this postseason because they're too young to know to be scared. <laughs> Rakes all night, day, year, Randy. 
Oh, God. <laughs> that's his nickname. So dumb. That's, that's his nickname. That's <laughs> so dumb. Uh, Donald, how are you feeling going into this World Series against Tampa? I'm feeling good. Um, they they do look good, though. Honestly, for them to, I mean, for them to beat up three nothing in that series, I kind of thought the sweep was there. I really believe that. Um, and not just because I don't like the Astros right now, but um, <laughs> I just really thought like, yo, like this Tampa team looks like they're they're striking fear in the hearts of everyone they're facing. Um, but it was pretty surprising that they they let up. And I remember texting with a lot of friends and being like, oh, what's going on with this Tampa team? Like. They gotta. They just gotta win one more to put them away, and and it seems like it's not happening. And it was crazy because I didn't even know if they were gonna win yesterday. I, I honestly thought it was a toss up. So um, really impressed. I'm I'm really looking forward to this matchup with the Dodgers because I I like when the Dodgers play teams that are hard. Like that's why um, I remember at uh, you know the. You comp- mean the always. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the the day job company slack i put right there saying hey finally a, a real series for the dodgers when they played the braves because you know it's like of course like not trying to be overly arrogant or anything like that but it's just like i like seeing good matchups man i like seeing you know i like seeing two good teams go at it that's that's what i like seeing in sports so um i'm really looking forward to it uh you know, I'm just you know gonna go go gonna go with the roller coasters that come with this whole series for sure emotionally. All right. oh. Pre- predictions, predictions. Here we what go. Are... Uh, Donald, do you want to go first? All right. Um, I predict seven games. Dodgers. Oh, I can't do it again. <laughs> Alex. I mean, I joked about that we're gonna be talking about this next Sunday. Were you joking? Were you joking? Oh, five, I was joking. Five. I was totally joking. I mean. This Tampa team, it's it's my ignorance watching the American League. I don't watch enough of the American League to get a sense. I watched some of that game seven because I wanted to see what we're going to have in store for us. Like I knew. Oh, oh you were already counting your. Potentially. Your potentially. Eggs, huh? potentially, your chickens. potentially. And and I knew I know what to expect kind of from Houston. So it was really watching what Tampa has and seeing their arms. That's very shut down. Those are shut down bullpen arms. And that's kind of what Atlanta had in the beginning of the series, which is why they were up those first couple of games, uh, or those first few games, rather. They had the 3-1 lead, but those arms fizzled out. And I feel like those arms can fizzle out for Tampa, too, if the Dodger bats are smart enough to work them, which they all they usually are. So I think I'm going to go Dodgers in six. Hmm interesting i i it's hard what to make of this dodgers team that clearly has momentum right now um i feel is hungriest because of just how many times they've been this close and it just feels like they're locked in they know what they really know what's at stake you know for these players some of these players might not it's it's one of those things like you can't help but think about it but for the Kershaw's of the world the Jansen you know Jansen's going to be a free agent next season it's um as is Turner it's if they don't win there's a chance those household names never win yeah you know um So I feel like the Dodgers are very much aware of that, you know, the younger players, what this would mean for their bigger guys and what it would mean for them, you know, as the younger guys that are, that have been touted to be here. Um, So because of that, I have a hard time seeing them lose this series, but you also can't underestimate an underdog, man. It's hard because everybody knows the Dodgers are going to be favored. I haven't looked up the odds yet, but the Dodgers are going to be the favorite team. Um, the Dodgers are going to be the ones expected to win. And we have seen in the past when a team is given no chance or very little chance, come in and smack the team that was favored. And it'd be like, what just happened? Yeah. Um, the Rays do have the talent to do it because because I've always been a believer that I think ultimately pitching is what wins championships um, more so than hitting. So uh, today I'm going to say I have the Rays in seven. Mm. Wow. Okay. It's, it's, here's how I'll put it. I'm going to hedge my bet. I'm going to say it's if the Rays win it, it went seven. If the Dodgers win, 
it's over in five. Wow. That's how I see it. I, I see if the Dodgers crush their spirit in the first two games, this thing's a wrap. Dodgers may may give up one and it and it's over. But if but if the Rays mess around and win one of the first two games or two of the first three, I could see them winning seven. Yeah. Winning mm. seven. That's how I'll that's how I'll give my prediction. Because it's hard to just say like Yeah. No, and the thing team, is it's not even yeah. a seven straight game series. Exactly. They're gonna get their breaks. So exactly. you have to take that into account so their right. arms may not fizzle out the way they did for atlanta yeah so, yeah. so I'll, I'll i'll hedge my bet again dodgers in five <laughs> or rays in seven that's i just love that it's two teams that didn't play against each other in the right. season you get what i'm saying that's what i love so that's why i'm excited for it and that's why I'm, i think atlanta i'm gonna so hate tough. it when the if the dodgers lose though so it's it's but i'm willing to go through the emotional roller coaster i, I guess yeah. is what i'm saying but I, I, I agree with you, Donald. That that's a good thing though. You wanna at least say you beat a really good team to win the championship. You know, like I mean you're going to usually unless, you know, it's uh the Patriots and the Rams. But you're you're gonna you're always gonna beat a really good team, usually. You're gonna get a really competitive game. So um I'm I'm with you, Donald. I'm gonna roll with you on this emotional roller coaster. Hopefully we don't puke midway through this and we come out of this with a, a nice photo that says we won a World Series title because that's – I think that would mean more to me even than this Laker title for me this year just because I've never seen the Dodgers win the World Series. Like the last time the Dodgers won the World Series, I was five years old. I don't remember it. Um, I've uh, As we were talking last Damn, week – Damn, you old. Yeah, I know, for real. <laughs> as a uh, as, uh, – See, having seen six Laker championships now, I mean, it's it doesn't get old, but it's also I've seen it and I'm happy with it. But it's like to see something I've never seen before. You know what that's like? Like I want to see something I've never seen before. I want to see a Dodgers World Series championship. So that's the part that makes it hard for me to like be objective because I I have too many friends who shit talking aside. I have too many friends who who I can like I know what this would mean for them. <laughs> right. That makes me be like ah. I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Dodgers win. <laughs> You're gonna be like, I hope, yeah. I hope they they pull through. Yeah. Um, I love your honesty, Sonny, about that because it's it's true. It's like we it would mean so much for us to yeah. win it. I mean, yeah. to see it happen, and I I like I said, it's the emotional roller coaster of rooting so hard for baseball because it's just so tormenting and long, but it's so euphoric when it does happen. So. Let's let's hopefully next week have something some positive news. If it's the series isn't wrapped up for the Dodgers, hopefully they're looking good after five games. Or as Sunny called, they're done. They win it in five games. So <laughs> let's hope. Uh, also, Sunday night football happened. And um, speaking of a, of a uncompetitive championship game, I just mentioned the Rams playing an uncompetitive championship game. That's my team. And they were playing against Sonny's team, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I luckily I was only watching I only saw the first half and it wasn't a good I first figured. half. I figured. It wasn't a good for I'm sorry I had a, I was I was in the middle of watching game seven of the NLCS. So it was a little tough when they when they scheduled at the same time, but I was doing my best to split screen that. And didn't look good in the first half. I, I assume it got a lot better in the second half for my Rams, right? Sonny, the big win for the Rams, no? Is that what happened? Uh. No, no, no. It seems <laughs> as happened? though the last time the Rams, now if we're keeping track, have beat the Niners was in their fluky 2018 <laughs> run. Uh, because now we are 3-0 and since then against the the Lambs. I'm sorry, excuse me, oh, the Rams all right. Take it easy. of Los Angeles. <laughs> um, no, it was, you know what, it was... Um, it depends on how you want me to sell this to you as a as a Niners fan or as objective fan. No, no. Because sell I, this as you love because this is your Niners team. Okay. Gloat all you want is a big rivalry game. Yes. First of all, this was a huge win for the Niners given the shellacking that we just took against the Dolphins at home last weekend. The lowly Miami Dolphins. Um so it was a huge win for for our squad to come back for a divisional to face a divisional not just opponent contender, you know. Let's call it what it is. Um, and it was it was almost it, it kind of was never close. Uh, the Rams made it close by scoring a touchdown the in, end, in the fourth yeah. quarter, but our defense, man, still being banged up, mind you. Our offense has healed up nicely, but our defense is still banged up. Shut down 
that Rams offense. And on the offensive side of the ball, I think I looked up your your boy, uh, what you call who you call AD, AD, but who we all know as Aaron Donald. I think had zero sacks and maybe one hurry, he one QB contained. hurry, or, or yeah, shut him out completely. So all in all, huge win for the Niners. Uh, expose the Rams for the NFC East beating team that they are. And that's, and that's it because all their wins to date have only come from beating the NFC East, which I believe whoever sits in first is like two and four in that division Correct. right now. Um, yeah, those are never and, giving and we games, came, though. Let's be fair. Yeah. Hey, look, we took one from the yeah. NFC East, too. So I I am mad. But but again, it's it's – it is what it is. We 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 saw the Rams for who they really they lost to the Bills now, and they lost to the Niners. So we'll see. It's a big win, but uh, still plenty of football. And your team to is finally five hundred. So finally, we're back at five hundred. So not you're back finally, at fi- we're you're back, back at, at five hundred. That's so that's a that's a that's a good thing, right? You never want to be below five hundred. Injured? No, it's true. My feeling was if we stay at five hundred as we start getting some of our players back, then look out. Right. If we're below 500 and it's too late, it's not going to matter who we get back, you know, because as we said, our schedule is tough. So it's it's a positive step in the right direction. We suddenly get you guys get the the Bears next week. Mm-hmm. The Rams get Monday the Bears, night. which which suddenly doesn't look as as easy as a game as we would have thought at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we get the Patriots. I think who. Suddenly, doesn't look as hard of a game as <laughs> as we uh, as we thought at the beginning of the season. So we'll see, man. Still plenty of football to be, to be left. If there is football the rest of this year, after all the <laughs> the COVID controversy that's going on, yeah. Um, yeah. Donald, uh, how did your uh, your Chargers enjoy their bye week? <laughs> well, I hope they uh, they rested up. I don't know what they would be doing. Um, Staying home, LA. playing Fortnite Stay. or something playing Fortnite, yeah they should be on twitch <laughs> um yeah no the chargers had a bye week um they past three games have been the same uh they have a great first half very impressive Jefferson herbert looks like the guy that we want you know for the future and then the second half of the games all three of them they they give up the run they give up the lead and basically the game's over and they lose um it's just kind of been frustrating but uh coming up on uh next week is against the uh, jaguars so we'll see what that that should be that should be a win i mean i don't think the jaguars are any stable they're not i don't think they're a stable team at the moment i feel there's a lot of up and down because of just coaching players and all that um so hopefully that they built some sort of momentum there um just for the sake of just having momentum man i mean um it's like you 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 keep running up the score just to let it fall apart in the second half. That's not good. So uh, we'll see what happens with the Chargers. But yeah, uh, they got a bye week, and uh, not sure what they did. I didn't even check their Instagrams to see if they did anything <laughs> fun. Make sure yeah. they stay out of trouble. That's what they need to do. Yeah. At least yeah, no COVID cases, man. Uh, yeah. That that's been tough because I think this was like a forced bye week for them because of COVID. Like all the stuff that scrambled in the NFL, they had to take the bye this week. So it was kind of like, oh man, like. Oh well. Uh well we'll see when they bounce back. Hopefully uh next week they will. Um moving on to international football, real football. Uh MLS. MLS is going on. <laughs> and uh Wednesday wasn't a good uh good game for the our Los Angeles Galaxy. Uh they <laughs> lost the Cali Clasico. Uh a really bad loss. Uh one of those losses that kind of uh Seals the deal, right, Donald, for the season? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like, you know what? This is, uh, we, we were already on the verge of, uh, of throwing in the white towel. Well, Donald more so than I. I had already well, packed up. Well, I think I, I was I, on my way to the airport <laughs> before you. So. I, had a little bit of, I had a little bit of false hope because I was hoping this uh, Cali Classico was turning around. Four nothing loss for the Galaxy there. But uh, so now, I, honestly, we're just playing. We're just playing uh, for pride at this point. We're playing spoilers the rest of this way. But the standings still are deceiving because they're like three points out of a playoff spot still. So it's kind of like, well, if they go on a run, they can make it still. And then then if they get to the playoffs, who knows what could happen. But uh, today, Sunday, they played Vancouver. 0-0 all the way up into the 90th minute. And 
uh, from the Galaxy 2, Galaxy 2, who pull, who just came up, Kai Karenik. Is that how you pronounce his name, Donald? Yeah, Kai Karenik, yeah. Kai Karenik there gets the goal. And now, now again, are uh, I'm starting to feel this false hope. I know it's not going to last long, but I'm feeling a little bit of false hope. Donald, you with me? We're we, we, we going to start the hashtag believe here? <laughs> Don't stop believing. Um, <laughs> that's definitely the song for that team right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that was pretty impressive. It's kind of funny that a Galaxy 2 guy had to come in to, <laughs> to save this team. Well, the Galaxy <laughs> 2 guys are, are playing. They made the, the Galaxy 2 made the playoffs. They made the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, yeah they got eliminated to a really good Reno team. I was watching that game on ESPN Plus, and that Reno team was pretty impressive. Um, they just passed the ball better and everything. It just felt like, oh, shoot, they're. Uh, they're definitely contenders there, and I don't think the Galaxy 2 were ready, but the Galaxy 2 did look good enough to make the knockout stage, so that was impressive. Um, so, yeah, I think once that was done, it was only a matter of time. They were going to call up some of those guys to be part of this squad um, because the Galaxy need it right now in the moment. Uh, a couple guys are on international duty and, you know, all this stuff, but uh, I think they're back now. They're in quarantine now, yeah. Oh, I mean, quarantine. Last, last I checked, your DP wasn't in international <laughs> duty. Right. Our deep our star DP didn't even start this game. <laughs> no. He no, was he riding pine. Bench. Yeah, he also got pulled off in on that Wednesday game. I yeah, believe around the forty around the fifty fifth. Fifty fifth minute. Wait, dude. wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about the same player? Are we talking about Messi or <laughs> Ronaldo? No, who, it's who? Messi and Ronaldo combined. okay, no, that's right. Yeah, one of them's Messi, one of them's Ronaldo, right. Correct. Right. Correct. <laughs> We, who are we talking about here? We're yeah. talking about Messi or Ronaldo. I don't know who who thinks who's who does. I, I can confuse neither for neither of those two guys. But okay, you know. Wait, let, uh, let's you're talking about the speculation. The, 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 the slander the job listeners. that just came out. Can you educate the listeners on what we're talking about here? Okay, so there's a slander job that came out. Uh, I think Donald, you found it first. So uh, please go ahead and uh, give us that info. Uh, yeah, so ESPN Deportes had a segment, and uh, I believe it was Jorge Fake Ramos. News. I think it was it was his show. I don't know if it was him talking. I can't now. I can't remember the guy that was talking that was making it seem like he had this insider info that he was told by play a player that uh, you know uh, Chicharito carries himself as a diva and that he doesn't talk to anybody except Jonathan dos Santos because he's Mexican and he's only talking to mexicans which is kind of awkward to make it seem like you know like kind of somehow racist, like but okay yeah like all of a sudden like latinos would be like that divided you know it's like yeah people have their quarrels but not like hey i'm not gonna talk to you because you're not mexican <laughs> but you're like salvadorian or venezuelan but like it's, it's ridiculous that's where i kind of felt like oh this is fake wait, um, wait, the, but what the diva part the diva part was kind of like okay i could i could kind of see that you know what i mean he did come in he is and, a star you know, dp after all yeah they made him the marketing and stuff but yeah they they kind of were talking about how like uh he believes himself to be Ronaldo or Messi combined, and oh, just a bunch of random stuff. But I thought, yeah. see, now that makes me think: was it he only he thinks that Yona's like Messi and that he's Ronaldo? Like that's Maybe. where I got a little lost in the translation there. But I thought that's what I initially thought: that he thinks he's like Messi and Ronaldo combined. Like he is so good. <laughs> no, they, he he thinks they both are the, the Messi, the Messi and the Ronaldo, Ronaldo the team. For the right. team. Okay. Um, which to me was comedy, yeah. F- because I would have laughed had he said, "I'm the Vela, you're the Rossi of the team." It still wouldn't have been right <laughs> equal. God, but damn, uh, but he went, you know, he has some lofty, uh, lofty. Hey, man, he, has, you, he has a mirror there that I don't know any. Of, I want that same mirror. You gotta dream <laughs> high, dude. If you're gonna, you're gonna. Although dream. I will say this, I I am inclined to believe this report. Uh, more than I am to dismiss it oh, because here we go. because oh. again need I remind you as a fan and f- or follower of Chicharito f- when he plays for El Tri and ha- and through his career this is not the first time that this has come out um, in terms of Chicharito's behavior or self belief if you want to call it that um, he he carries he has been known to carry himself as a diva with the Mexican national team. Uh, since technically he is the leading scorer for the country historically. So I imagine he buys his own hype at times. Yeah. Um, 
And and this has been reported before. So it, when I read this, I said, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> this, this, is, this is probably more true than it is false. So how much of it is true and how much of it is false? Because... Like some of it doesn't it matter. The, Even if thirty percent of it is true, because I only believe thirty percent of it. To be even fair. if it's thirty percent, it's ridiculous. It is, but it's one of those <laughs> things where you have to. It's kind of like believe your own. It's the worst thing in wrestling to to you know get lost in your own gimmick, right? Like believe your own hype. You never want to do that because it it screws you up in the locker room. People aren't going to want to hang out around you. However, he does make an effort to hang out with his teammates, like. He's on his Twitch channel. He's hanging out with Sebastian Legette and David Bingham on there. So, I mean, he's – or not, not sorry. It was it uh, Sasha Kleshkin and David Bingham. Well, I think what the report suggested, though, isn't that, isn't that he necessarily doesn't get along with his other teammates. It's that he gets along it's, – it's all on how you read it. I mean, again, as a follower of, of the, the, the Spanish media cycle that, that covers football that is juicy. my entire life. That is super juicy. Lo- you kind of have to learn how to read in between the lines. When they say this, this is what it means. Okay. Um, it's not quite like literal translation. It's it's what they're implying is that Jonah is obviously his best friend on the team. That's who he confides in. That that's makes sense so far. There's nothing wrong with that so far. That's what that means. It doesn't mean that he literally is not talking to any of his other teammates. Okay, but, it's that he is confiding in Jonah and probably trusts Jonah the most. But what's wrong with that? That's not a negative thing necessarily. I no, don't think of so. course they'll they'll spin it that way. Mm-hmm. But if but if he, but if it if he believes that they are the Ronaldo and the Messi, then that's that's some BS right there. It, <laughs> it it is, and we laugh at that as as fans and just observers of the football that's being played on the field. And know that that's not true, but I guess you kind of have to have a a mentality or a swagger about yourself that like let's let's go out there and be the best, uh, be it like Messi and Ronaldo combined. But then you have to check yourself when you realize you're not playing up to freaking the star DP and Jonathan Dos Santos level. Like play at your level first, and then aspire to be better. Like it's just, uh, I mean, well the thing is, I mean, again, let's let's I got we got the receipts. Vela has been referred to as the Messi of the MLS, not Messi, Messi, but the Messi of the MLS right. when he came to LAFC and delivering on the field, right? right? So, so for Chicharito, it's like, uh, first of all, how about you stack up to the actual Messi of the MLS first, <laughs> and then and then you go from there, right? Do you get what I'm saying? I hear you. That makes total sense. You're you're right. You're right, and. Uh, this this Galaxy team uh, on the field is upsetting me. The Galaxy front office now is also upsetting me because, uh, as you know, I I am a new LA, LA Galaxy fan, and because of that, I wanted to see a traffic in person. Obviously, the world being what it is now, that couldn't happen. But they asked me if you if I keep my deposit for next year, I'll get a discount for season tickets next year. So me being the financial whiz that I am, of course, <laughs> let, let's let's ride this thing to next year. So I, I up for season tickets, and with the payment plan, it's going to be all great and fine. I could go see some games next year, and especially want to see eventually our star DP. Man, they're still, they're still charging you? I'm surprised so, you're not asking for your money back. Yeah, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. They charged me my, my normal month, and then three days later... They charge me again for the next month or another month, don't know when, just three days later. I go on Twitter and I see every other Galaxy season ticket holder also charged. <laughs> so there are a lot of them are, all, are right away clamoring on Twitter. You know what? We got to call our reps. I think a lot of us should start canceling our <laughs> season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a movement to cancel for Galaxy season ticket holders to cancel their 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 season tickets over this. Now, are you gonna I, do it? You gonna do it? I don't know. I I don't think so. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I think it's like a glitch in their system. In all honesty, mm-hmm. it, it has to. Oh, there's, there's an open oh, letter there. out there, man. Oh, there's <laughs> oh, a gl- right. oh, there's a <laughs> there's a glitch in their on. system. We gotta mention the open letter. I gotta pull that up for you. Um, when it, it should have been signed. <laughs> Going back to uh, the Chicharito talk, um, all I have to say is just let the man twitch <laughs> in, in peace, peace, man. He just wants. Why to- they gotta call him out for for wanting to play video games, man? Like the guy just wants to play video games in peace. Jeez, I actually uh, followed him on Twitch. Now that I found out, 
kind of intrigued i've never followed like an athlete or anyone i never follow gamers on twitch i usually follow like djs or other producers or other engineers that like do like just straight up like live streaming their mixing sessions or their beat making sessions or dj sessions so i was kind of like wow this is gonna be weird i'm actually gonna follow this guy for the sake of just wanting to see how he reacts to playing call of duty like i'm legit in on it right now Well, it's so a it's really lengthy letter, by the way, they sent out. Then it's attention to Pre- LA Galaxy President Chris Klein, you know, General Manager Desta Closa. The, was this the head- a Zoom 28 that sent this letter? No, was it was uh, all three, <laughs> the Victoria Block. That's all three okay. LA Galaxy supporter groups. And the, and the Zoom All 20- three? <laughs> well, there are three united ones. There's also uh, the LA Riot Squad. LA does, Riot Squad. That does, that didn't want to conform. In Angel City. They didn't want to conform to this. Let's not talk about the factions that are within the 32, 3,101, okay? Let's not get into that whole thing. But anyway, I just think it's funny that the the, the supporter group came together to write this letter. It just, dude, I mean, and like this is where I get that football is different than all the other sports, right? Because you're not fans, you're supporters. So I guess you're more emotionally, you have to be more emotionally invested in everything. So I guess that's where it comes from. You're supposed to do this when your team is failing. And I, and I get, I think uh, Kobe Jones said in the, in the uh, commentary that the, the players on the field are not living up to the crest. So that something needs to be done, which is all you can really say. And then the next day, the supporter group sends out this letter. So, I mean, it's really sad to see the Galaxy play this way because they're a big club, the big club in the MLS. <sighs> not playing like it, though. Not playing. Are you going to deny they are the big uh, club? No, they're not the big club. They're they not, are uh, one of many now in the MLS. They are the big club in the MLS <laughs> that all other clubs aspire to be. But, but uh, right now, not playing like it. And I get... I. It's funny to see this on social media, but I, I understand it. I would have never signed off on something like this this is probably just my so my lack of being a supporter and i think i sent it to the, to the our chat and, you, and i said this is why i wouldn't join one of these supporter groups like i don't i can't do this and you highlighted else because they've been there since the beginning and that's that's not fair sonny i still have the same raw emotion i'm still upset with the way the team's playing on playing out there in the field i could still be upset i'm gonna be upset i'm gonna be so upset i'm gonna cancel my membership along with everybody else uh-huh no, but in all honesty, it, it, it's a sad, sad state of affairs on the on the LA Galaxy side of uh, LA. How are things going on in the hearts of downtown LA? At you Bank, mean actual LA? In the <laughs> hearts of downtown LA. It's just the, LA, more, LA. More closer to downtown. A little bit closer. We're talking about, still we're talking about Anaheim, Carson. <laughs> what are we talking about here? We're talking about LA, LA. Okay. Uh, I, I believe LAFC played tonight. No, I don't believe they did play tonight against Portland Timbers and uh, came away with a draw. Our uh, our 16 year old phenom Christian Torres scored the uh, stoppage time goal to um, to get a point, which which quite frankly, without I don't believe Diego Rossi played in this game. Neither did Brian Rodriguez since they were on international duty. Um, I don't think Bob Bradley. They definitely didn't start. I didn't see the end of it because I was still watching the yeah. uh, Dodgers game seven. But um, we're uh, we're right in the thick of it, man. Yeah, Playoffs yeah. are right around the corner. I think there's what three games left, Donald. I forget the. No, uh, there's more. Yeah. Well, this Sunday's uh. It's super trafico. El super trafico. That's right. How did I overlook that? Oh my god. Be ready. My, well, the way it's been happening, though, I'm not. I'm not confident <laughs> about about that trafico. Well, well uh, it's an early game too. Oh, it might be too hot for you guys. Look out. No, it's, you guys it's, don't it's like October. The hot weather. It's October, late October. <laughs> We're good. We're I good. don't know. Get the, you, if it's not hot enough, what's going to be your other excuse? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get the roll of the excuses you, ready. I already told you. I love our role in this in this Clásico. It's <laughs> let, let's let the Galaxy win. Let them fans get all spicy, and then they get smacked around like four games in a row after that, and they're like down in the dumpster again. And it's it's like, yeah, good job. We we it's like fishing, man. It's clockwork. <laughs> just throw it out. You guys bite. You get all hyped. Oh, playoffs! We're just three points away. Oh, you never know. We get in. That's it. We could do some damage. And then they don't even make the playoffs, or they get smacked in the first round. And it's awesome. You're the it's worst kind of sports fan. <laughs> 
um, yes, but that's this is going to be a see now that worries me because it is potentially a trap game for the Galaxy. Because what if they do win? And it's like, oh, we've won two in a row. This team's turned the corner, and then they got Portland next, and then Real Salt Lake, who's always going to be tough for the Galaxy. Then Seattle. And then again, Vancouver. So it's like there's only four games left for Galaxy. I'm not sure how many are left for LAFC. I don't think they have to there's make three. up. Three. They don't. They, okay, yeah, so they don't three. have to make up a game the way Galaxy did. Oh, the Seattle game's a makeup game. So yeah. Um, ah, man. It's oh, a, although you know what, there might be four because LAFC had that COVID game that was canceled. Or the Colorado Rapids yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Once again, we're still waiting for MLS to confirm or whether they're going to schedule it or remake it or not. So they may uh, forfeit Colorado's games if they can't if they're still having COVID outbreaks. It's true. I mean, that would yeah. be helpful for Galaxy and your team because they're, correct because that those are, would be forfeited games to us and help us in the standings, which I think they should do because I don't think uh, Colorado's ever going to clear up their COVID cases out there. Man, they they like partying out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we go, guys, uh, UFC happened uh, yesterday. Brian, big ups to Brian T. City Ortega. Big win over the Korean Zombie. Uh, five round decision, but it was really over in the second round when uh, Ortega, uh, Korean Zombie went in, rushed, and uh, Brian Ortega landed a spinning back elbow on him. Dazed him, knocked him down, and just didn't. Re- he just, I believe, uh, in the post fight tweet uh, comments, uh, Korean Zombie said, "I don't remember anything in the third, fourth, or fifth round." <laughs> he was out of it, and uh, it would have been nice for Ortega to get the um, the finish, but a five round dec- decisive win. He won all five rounds, so decisive decision there. And uh, Dana White already said he's next in line for that featherweight title fight against Alexander Volkanovsky. Wow. Hey, big fight next weekend. And another big fight. You're right. Who's fighting, Sonny? I know you're excited for this one. I'd shout if my wife wasn't already. <laughs> <laughs> um, low shout. Give us a low my shout. My boy. My boy. <sighs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll let you. You're the better hype because I, 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 I know I'm going to upset her. <laughs> um, Habib Naga Romero. Versus Justin Gaethje, man. That's going to be a fucking scrap, maybe. Unless Habib just takes him down and just mauls him for two rounds before he taps. But but it should be tough. That's going to be good. The co-main is going to be pretty good, too. Uh, Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cannonier. Going to be solid. Rest of the card uh, is mixed, uh, but then you got Cynthia Calvillo on there that she's always a good uh, flyweight to see. Worth your $65, Sonny, what do you think? Absolutely. It's an early one, though. Oh, Remind that's the, uh, right. Fans. It, I think the start time is 11 a.m. for the entire card. I have the main card starting at 11 a.m. You're right. Oh, yes. well, that's going to conflict with, the trafi- with Super Trafico. Well, that's why you get two screens. <laughs> and... Man. Two the, screens. And El Clásico in Spain is also Correct. happening that day. Correct. Jeez. And the World Series, but later in the evening. Man, yeah. busy, <laughs> busy, busy weekend again, man. What a, yep. what what an embarrassment of riches we're putting up with more sports, man. It's never going to end. Once- However, do not let this distract you. Go do your research on all the ballots, all the ballot propositions, on uh do your homework do not let sports be your distraction here uh as much as we love it and we love that they're nonstop and it's they keep on coming all you got to do is take take us take aside a couple hours of your time get it right because that election is right around the corner man so very well said sonny you're very true man do your Amen. Sports are not on twenty four seven. There's some downtime in the mid in the middle of the day before the games and all the fights get started. Research them. Research them. There's uh, plenty of great information out there. Whoever you're supporting, follow follow your heart, follow your mind, but also keep an open mind. Keep an open mind because we're all in this together. And we, whoever wins, whatever props pass. You still got to do your homework even after this election. You still got to be involved in your communities. Do your best to get to learn and just grow as a person and and listen to the other people around you in your community too, especially ones that don't necessarily have the same views as you and try to understand where they're coming from and why they feel that way. 
and hopefully you guys could find something you guys commonly agree upon or just enjoy about life and then you guys could get a good dialogue going hopefully best way to do it is in real life though and look at it this way i mean let's say you were a rams fan that wasn't a dodgers fan you could have already done your research starting at halftime you could have gotten it the game was over already it was a wrap you could have just started all right let's move on here <laughs> that so. is that is true man that is true that's what i was able to do this evening i i was keeping an eye on it and i knew it, the, the, this Niner team was really good. I conceded the 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 game early, and it was a very successful change of power. That's how things work. That's how democracy works. Sometimes it even That's works right. in sports. That's right. Oh man, Sonny Donald, thank you again for hanging out with me this week. This is West Box Score. Just follow us on. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you download your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WestBoxCore. Follow Sonny at, at the Fox Crate. He has a great podcast too, the Fox Crate Podcast, man. New episodes coming soon. Oh. I was about to just ask you that right now. Yeah, I was like, episodes. I've been trying to refresh my feed. I'm like, the, where's the new? Yeah, the hiatus. I'm, I'm itching for some new vinyl uh, discussions. Man. The hiatus is about to be over. Ooh, man. the streets are waiting, man. We can't That's wait. Right. We can't wait guys thank you so much again you thank you for listening see you again next week peace later i can't believe today was a good day